Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Conan Gasqui. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're speaking with Dr. Grish Dahl, Director of the Division of Hematology, Oncology, and the Blood and Marrow Transplantation here at Children's of Alabama. Dr. Dahl, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Clark. So you've been here since 2019, and I want to talk a little bit about, you know, going back to the beginning of your time here, what made Children's of Alabama the right fit for you? What, what made this an appealing position for you? So I think it was uh, it was multiple things. Um, so if you you know when I moved to this country, I moved to New York. I was there for ten years. Then I moved to Los Angeles. From there, I was there for about thirteen years, and then to Birmingham and Children's of Alabama. So when I moved to Los Angeles, it was not a love at first sight. Right. Um, and the city actually grew on me with time. But when I came to Birmingham. Uh, to be honest, this city just felt really easy to get used to. Mm. And, um, and not just because of the city, because of the people. Um, and also, I think the people here at the at Children's of Alabama and UAB, I was really impressed by the facilities here. I was, um, I was really impressed by the caliber of the faculty who were in the division. Um, and the leadership was really, I was really impressed with the leadership as well. So uh, they really had the heart and mind and, you know, in a great place. And they only, I've sensed that their only mission was to improve the care uh, for children with cancer and blood disease in the state of Alabama. So that was, uh, it was really appealed to me and uh, just made the decision very easy. So I guess you sort of walked into a situation where you've got a lot of people, you've got a lot of good things going on, and you just kind of want to build on that and keep it going in a good Absolutely, direction. absolutely. And I know one of the things that you've really brought a focus on is uh, getting children's involved in more consortiums. Let's talk a little bit about that. Can you explain first what a consortium is and the role it plays in the world of medicine? So I think the, the cancer, luckily for us, in children is a very rare disease. And what the way we learn about, um, you know, curing cancer or uh, is by doing clinical trials, you know. And so when we do clinical trials, you need numbers. Now, we know from our COVID experience that the more numbers when you do randomized trials, when you compare one treatment to the other, um, you that's the only way to, to do to learn about these treatments. And uh, you need a large number of patients. Right. And for us in children, um, we just don't have those number of patients. If we did studies or clinical trials as a single institution, for example, even the largest institutions in the country, um, they don't have enough patient numbers to do a clinical trial on their own. Uh, So we get together as a group at children's hospitals uh, to do these clinical trials. And that group of children's hospitals, you know, that conducts the clinical trial, that's kind of called a consortium. So, So we have multiple groups in the country and multiple consortium, uh, consortiums that are focusing on different types of clinical trials for children with cancer. And so when you got here, you wanted to get Children's of Alabama involved in more of those. How do you feel about the progress you've made on that? Yeah, I think so. We, this was, you know, when I got here, we, it was a very strong clinical program. We had uh, a lot of clinical trials for children who are newly diagnosed with cancer uh, through our largest consortium in the country called Children's Oncology Group. But the, the Clinical trial options uh, were limited for patients who who relapse or who have a disease progression. And I think so that we needed access to those kind of clinical trials. So when I got here, we started, <coughs> excuse me, 
applying to these consortia mm-hmm. uh, for membership um, to get access to these newer therapies and cutting-edge clinical trials. Um, and, you know, it, because of the strength of our program, you know, which is a very strong, we, for example, we have um, every specialist, you know, in the hospital focusing on different types of diseases. We have neuro-oncology, neuropathology, neuroradiology. We have a new proton center. We have great neurosurgeons. We have orthopedic surgeons and so on. So because of the strengths of our, not just the program, but also our faculty, we were admitted into, um, you know, these uh, these consortia. And what that did is gave us access, suddenly access to a large number of clinical trials for this really um, kind of um, group of patients that we don't have great options for. How do you sum up the difference that that makes, um, not only for our patients here in the state of Alabama, but for cancer patients all around the world that we're involved in that and contributing to it and benefiting from it. Absolutely. So for our children, you know, in Alabama, I think the biggest advantage is that previously um, they would have to go out of state, whether they had to go to St. Jude, whether they go to Atlanta, they go to, you know, Sloan Kettering in in New York City, they to get access to these trials. And that was, you know, that was only um, accessible for some families who have the resources to do it. And, you know, for a large number of our patients, that was not possible. But now uh, having these clinical trials here in our own state, our patients don't have to leave the state. They can get access to these trials right here at home uh, in Birmingham. And, um, um, and, they, and that's, I think, a huge, huge benefit. And that goes um, for our surrounding states as well. So I think so we get uh, patients from Mississippi, from Louisiana, from uh, North Florida, from around the Gulf Coast, you know, and uh, even from Georgia and Tennessee. So uh, I think this, the impact of having access to these clinical trials is great for this region. Um, we have, we get um, referrals from even out of the country, you know, from other parts, other states as well, which are far and beyond. Um, and uh, it's just, um, so it's a good challenge to have to accommodate all those patients and, and provide access. So I think it's been great, yeah, not just regionally, but um, not just locally, but regionally as well. And really by contributing to this research, being involved in the clinical trials that come along with the various consortia that we're involved in, our research is contributing to you know, a global impact in the in the fight against cancer, right? It absolutely is because, as I said, you know, when I mentioned the caliber of our faculty, we have a number of our oncology faculty who are running, who are cheering uh, these national and international clinical trials. I'm not talking about one. I have about five. We have about five or six faculty who are leading national or international clinical trials. So I think that uh, some of these clinical trials have been completed. Some are still ongoing. And uh, we have already shown that for some of these diseases, we have improved outcomes. So we're, we're working, you know, on a national stage and, and trying to improve the outcomes of children, not just locally, but nationally. Um, we, we recently also recruited uh, a, a basic scientist from, from uh, Lurie Children's of Northwestern University in Chicago uh, is Dr. Hashizumi. And um, his focus of his research focus is to try and improve uh, cure rates for a uniformly fatal disease in children called DIPG, uh, and also trying um, you know novel ways to uh, to treat these children. For example, he's really focusing his research on trying to deliver treatments 
through the nose to the brain. So mm-hmm. I think so if that, you know, that, you know, it would be so much easier to just inhale a chemotherapy drug or a, or, or a cancer drug instead of taking it by mouth or giving an IV and so on. So so I think a lot of exciting things happening. Yeah. A lot of fascinating research going on in the in the world of the fight against cancer. There is. Yeah. What does it mean to you to see the national and international impact that we're having here at UAB and Children's of Alabama? All I can say is I'm really proud of the contributions that we're making. You know, so this is this is really a proud moment for me. It's great to be here, uh, and great to be able to contribute. And we were talking about clinical trials earlier. I know we're involved in one called the Head Start trial. Uh, can you tell me what that's all about? Yeah. So you know, the one of the most challenging group of patients is really infants and young children, like kids who are diagnosed in the first year of life, or or less like less than three years of age and so on. Because if you think about treatments for cancer, if, uh, if you and I or any adult has cancer, there are three types of treatment. One is surgery, one is radiation therapy, and then there is chemotherapy. For most malignant diseases in, in older children and adults, uh, radiation therapy is, a st- you know, is used very commonly routinely to treat these patients. But when you give that kind of radiation to the brain of an infant or a young child who's less than three, four, five years of age, um, the impact on their, uh, because the brain is still growing, so the impact on the development of the brain is, is kind of permanent and lifelong. And this kind of halts the development of the brain and really leads to severe uh, intellectual you know, disability as the kids grow up. So one of the idea behind Head Start is to um, give high dose or intensive chemotherapy upfront so that we can either avoid giving radiation completely to these infants um, and or be able to give really reduced dose and volume of radiation um, and keeping in mind that just we want to maintain the survival that we see with radiation but with much less long-term side effects. So that's the um, concept behind the Head Start uh, studies. So right now we are on the first study opened in 1990, and then right now we're on Head Start 4, uh, and I co-chair that study um, with Dr. Jonathan Finley. And um, so this is now Head Start, it, this is the, um, it's an international clinical trial, so it's open at about 60 or 65 institutions across, not just across U.S., but Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, and some centers in Europe. Um, so I think we, um, I recently, so we had, um, they, we treat low-risk patients and high-risk. I recently reported on a group of patients last year at a meeting in Germany um, on a group of patients called, um, you know, desmoplastic medulloblastoma. It's a highly malignant uh, grade 4 cancer. Mm-hmm. And we showed that using this approach of high-dose chemotherapy, uh, we were able to cure 95% of patients, wow. and not even one patient received radiation therapy to the brain. So that was completely without the use of radiation therapy. So that actually moves the field, you know, significantly forward. And it's, it's um, and, and as a follow-up to that clinical trial now, so we're, um, uh, the next um, uh, successor study, if you may, for this group of patients is going to be an international study that I'll be co-chairing uh, with the, one of the investigators in Germany. And uh, that trial will open either at the end of this year or early next year, and will be open at about 215 institutions across 16 uh, countries. So we hope to expand that experience and have a global 
uh, impact uh, of this treatment. So a lot of promise, you think, um, for the future for, for this type of type of treatment? We hope so. We certainly hope so. Yeah. I know you've uh, accomplished a lot of things uh, in the time that you've been here at Children's of Alabama. What does the future hold for, for this division? I am really, um, the future is bright. I just hope that, uh, um, you know, we're all, we're, as, as I mentioned, we're Hopefully, we're making an impact, not just locally, but nationally and globally. But uh, I, my ho- hope and goal is that for us to become like a destination center, you know, for uh, for research as well as clinical trials for not just our state, um, you know, and, but also um, nationally. So I, I think that would be the goal and that would be my hope. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time and for all the things you're doing here. Of course. Thank you very much for having me, Colin. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. For more podcasts like this one, go to childrensal.org.